Hello. Today, our podcast is brought to you, as always, by Anchor.fm. This is a free-to-use app that helps you record, edit, and distribute your own podcast. They will even pay you to talk about it. If you're thinking about making a podcast, consider using Anchor.fm. This is the Christian Salt Podcast. Welcome to another Honest Talk at the Christian Salts Podcast. Um, if you haven't been keeping up with us, an Honest Talk is basically we drag in some random person off the street. No, and that's, that's not what we do. Oh, no. Uh, never mind. <laughs> we find someone who's reliable and that we love and care for dearly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Okay. That's it. And then we, uh, we talk to them and we ask them honest questions. Um, we're at the series of being single right now. Um, so, like, singleness and how we find peace being single. So, we have found a another single human to join us. <laughs> High hey. five. Um, yeah. I have on the phone because quarantine, um, our good friend, Mary Trexel. Um, hello. she says, hello, say hello again. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've known her for a really long time. I think Emily's known her even longer. She lives here in Lincoln, Nebraska with us. So Mary, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I am 22 years old. I go to the University of Nebraska as a journalism major with a minor in communication studies. Um, I live with my sisters, and yeah, that's, yeah. And you have a wonderful dog named? Her name is Rose. She is my life right now, which is great. She's adorable. I would steal her, but I have a dog. I would not. He's, oh, she's going to fight me? <laughs> More like my dog would, kill you, would literally kill you. Oh, that's probably true. I'm a little afraid of her. She's very cute, though. <laughs> she's like a sass monster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, are we ready to begin the questions? Oh, Emily's like, get the, down to business! The interrogation time has come. Um, so, our first question is, what does being single mean to you? How would you describe well, singleness? Mean, it's kind of a hard question just because, I don't know, I don't really have any experience with anything other than being single, if that makes sense. But, like, I guess for me, it's just been trying to find yourself without having to worry about somebody else's opinions or anything like that. So, I don't know, it's, it's again, kind of hard just because I don't really know anything else, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and do you think that that's kind of, like a big defining factor in who you are that you've never been in a relationship or is it just kind of like a eh, side note footnote i mean your relationship status obviously does not define who you are as a person it's a it's a trivia fact about you but it's not it's not who you are so especially when you're single like it's not it doesn't have anything to do with who you are as a person except you know i think if a part of your testimony that you've you know been through a lot and you know you have a lot of experience with loneliness or with with that then I think it's okay you know to say that like it's a big part of you but like it should never be like your defining trait if that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah Mary are you sure you're not like in here person reading my notes like <laughs> wow <laughs> so Mary you are a self-proclaimed 
uh, extrovert, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, like, so being extroverted, um, if you want to kind of go into what that means, because Emily and I are both introverts. Yeah. Um, you can't tell. That's why we do podcasts, so nobody can see our faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but so you want to kind of go in what being, like, an extrovert means for you and, like, how that kind of, like, affects your relationships and even, like, friends and things like that, how that kind of, like, plays into the whole shenanigans. Well, I mean, like, the definition of being an extrovert, most people would say, is that you get your energy from being around people, and I've had multiple people describe me as an energizer bunny, so I kind of just, like, when I'm in a group of people, I get really hyper, really energetic. Um, Ooh, I'm yeah. opposite. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. It's... Yeah. it's with the quarantine, I feel very depleted of energy, so I wonder why. Um, <laughs> But, like, I guess, I don't know. Like, it makes me want people to be around, you know, and want friendships, not just, like, convenience friendships, because I've had a lot of those, but just, like, actual, like, people in your life that you can call and be like, yo, I'm on my way to your house. Can I, like, come over? Or, like, I'm over close to, like, where you live, you know? Or just, like, you know, I feel like I always need people in my life that, like, I don't know. Well, yeah, I think that that's, like, like a good, and you kind of, you know, so you would say, like, you have a desire for, like, deep connection and things like that? Like, oh, yeah. even, like, oh, outside yeah. of, like, a romantic relationship. Oh, yeah. And, like, if I have people in my life that, like, I see a lot but I'm not really close with, like, that actually is, like, a cause of anxiety for me because I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Do they not want to be friends? It's like, uh, I might not have anything to do with it. So it's like, if a friendship isn't very deep, I, like, kind of take that, not personally, because I try not to take things too personally, but... I don't know if that makes sense, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, could you maybe explain a little bit more, like, what are some of your qualities that you have in a good friendship? Like, what are some of the things that make a good friendship, like, as good as they are? Yeah, not like the, like you were saying, like, a shallow friendship. Mm-hmm. What's a good one? So, a deep one? when I mean, when I say, like, convenience friendship, I mean somebody who, they talk to you, they hang out with you because you're right in front of their face, but if you're not right there, then you don't hear from them, you don't, like, it's like you don't exist. So, like, when I lived in Chicago a few years ago, um, I lived in a dorm, and there were a lot of people that I talked to a lot, and seemed like we were friends, you know, and then when I moved away, I never heard from any of them again, and I tried to reach out to a few of them, and they didn't respond to any of my messages, so, like, you know, I really look for deep connection with people that extends just beyond, like, extends beyond just, like, I don't know, just, like, being right there just because, if that makes any sense, I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I think that does a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so then kind of, like, focusing on something that you said in there, you said that you went to um, Moody Bible College in Chicago, right? And so um, what was that experience like? Like, what was it like with just friendships and even, like, with singleness, and how did that look in that setting? And yeah, actually, real hard. fast, can you explain um, that college, too, for people who oh, don't yeah. know? Oh, yeah, that's, that's a good one. Just because it's yeah, got a reputation. So, yeah, so Moody Bible Institute is a Christian college in downtown Chicago, Illinois, and they have, I don't know, maybe 1,700 students there, maybe 1,500, just depending on the year. Sometimes attendance is higher or lower, but so you learn things like either your major could be like theology or youth ministry or pastoral ministries or communications, which was the major that I was while I attended there, even though I didn't graduate there. Um, so there were like, those were like the main, there was counseling too. Um, but those are like the main top five majors. Um, 
And it was hard just because I felt like I've had the same friend group pretty much my entire life. And so going to, I moved to Spokane, Washington right after I graduated high school. And then I lived there for a year and then moved to Chicago. So I didn't really have a lot of experience meeting new people. All of the people I had pretty much known, I had known for 10 plus years, 15 plus years or more. And so it was really hard to make friendships because people didn't already know me and I didn't know them. And so it was like, I don't know, it was harder than I expected to like get on a deep level with people. And I especially was a little bit taken aback because like, as we've already discussed, I'm like really, really extroverted. So like, I love being with people. I love conversation. I, I need that. And if I don't get it, I'm very like, I get a lot of anxiety. So I don't know. It was just hard. Yeah. So, um, that was like, yeah, I could totally understand where the, like the, the friendships would be really hard, but like, what about also, um, the pressure to date or like, was there anything with that at, like, I've, I also went to a Christian college. Um, so I totally understand like, just that atmosphere. Um, but what did that look like for you in your school setting? Well, I have a little story. So Ooh, I, I like story went, time. Yeah. <laughs> when I went um, away to Moody for the first semester, I came back for Christmas. And I remember going to church, and I was really excited to see all my friends and stuff. And this random person at church, I don't know who he is, this older guy, comes up to me and goes like, you're back. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, I am. And then he was like, what? No ring? Oh, that's And I was just annoying. like, what? <laughs> I was gone for like three months. No, no, no. Um, and I was like really weirded out by that. But the more I attended school there, the more I realized that like ring by spring is like a legit thing. Wait, like, hang on. Say that again for me. What is the phrase? Ring by spring. Ring by spring. Mm-hmm. You wow. date someone, you meet somebody... Um, in, like, August, and you're engaged by, like, May. That's super stressful. (laughs) Something like that. So, yeah, did you really, did you feel that pressure a lot, like, to get in a relationship that, like, being single wasn't okay? Oh, yeah. It wasn't that it wasn't okay. It was more just, like, well, if you're single, maybe you're just, like, not putting yourself out there right away. Maybe you're just in the right ways. Maybe, like, you need to go to this event or talk to these people. Oh, I can set you up with someone. You want me to find someone for you? You know, and it's like, <laughs> I oh, totally feel that. Like if you were single, it was automatically assumed that, like, you didn't want to be, you know? Oh, my gosh! She's reading my notes, I swear! Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is legit, like, something that happens <laughs> to, like, me and Emily. We were talking mm-hmm. about it earlier. Yeah. That, you know, it's like being single is a problem that has to be fixed, and you, like, I can't believe you're happy, listen, air quotes in the air, like, I can't believe you're happy being single. I'm like, well, yeah, I am. Uh, so, yeah, and especially in, like, that type of culture, like a, a hyper-Christian, especially, like, hyper-Christian, Mary fast culture yeah. that I can understand why you would feel, like, such pressure, and especially, like, talking about how difficult it was on, like, a friend level, even. Mm-hmm. Like, taking it to the next level, like, that must have just been really stressful all around. Yeah, and, I don't know, at the time, I actually was struggling with a lot of loneliness, and I kind of vented that loneliness into feeling like, oh, like, if I just had, like, a boyfriend that I could just, like, vent to every night or every evening and just, like, you know, someone who would, like, always be there for me, uh, that would be so amazing. So, like, I really wanted that, but I always kind of had it in my mind that, like, it wasn't mandatory for 
someone my age, you know. I remember telling myself always, like, there's a difference between wanted and need. Do you want that? Yes. Do you need it? No. So is that how, like, how would you say you're, like, and you can choose, I guess, to answer this or not, but how would you say you're dealing with, like, loneliness now? Like, you're still single. How are you dealing with it now? And, like, how did you, like, overcome some of that negative thought that you, like, gathered in, like, that area of your life? So at that point in my life, it was really, it was, it was hard because I was going through a lot of health issues um, that not a lot of people knew about. I, I wasn't super vocal about it, um, but they were really like visible health issues. Like I was constantly getting like sinus infections or bronchitis or both. Um, oh, so I was constantly like just very visibly sick, but I didn't really like talk about it a ton. So I kind of like isolated myself from people because I just didn't want people to see me like that. And it, so it made it really hard to like really get to know people when I never really wanted, like I didn't want to socialize, but like I didn't think people wanted to socialize with me just because I was always sick, if that makes sense. And it was a really big source of like insecurity for me. So during that time, I got really, really, really lonely. And it kind of taught me, I guess, it. Like hindsight is twenty twenty, so like it, I I didn't really I don't really feel like I learned those lessons in the moment, but it was more like after the fact I can look back on that time and be like I you know as long as you have your faith in God like loneliness is gonna go away like sometimes those those times in your life are only for a little bit and then it's gonna be okay again, but you just have to kind of breathe through it if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's really good advice for people too. Because, like, I don't want to perpetuate the idea, I guess, that, you know, being single is always happy-go-lucky, because life isn't always happy-go-lucky. Nope. And you're going to you're gonna have times where you are lonely, or, like, you do want, you know, or you're not happy where you are, and I think that's good, just the idea of, like, breathing through it, and, like, it's, mm-hmm. like, if it's bad now, like, it's not going to stay that way forever. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's, that's, um, a good, a good idea, or a good, mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying, a good point, like, nice yeah. job, thumbs up. Yeah. Um, so our next question we have is kind of like trust issues um, and how like to overcome those. I've, I've known kind of like in the past, I feel like that loneliness has probably led to a couple of trust issues for you. Um, so mm-hmm. you just want to like explain some of those and how you overcame them or how you are overcoming them right now. That's a, that's a hard question just because like I don't really, I don't really have an answer for that if that makes sense because it's not really something that I've fully worked through, I don't think. Um, But yeah, when I was, you know, between, I don't know, 18, 19, I, in the course of trying to develop new friendships, I developed some pretty toxic ones that really, really messed with me, like, very badly. It really wrecked my self-worth, my uh, ability to trust that, like, anybody really had my best interests in mind. Mm-hmm. and that people weren't just going to just, like, I don't know, not, like, abandon me, but, like, that people, when people said things, like, they loved me or, like, they cared about me, that, like, they actually meant it, if that makes sense. So now, I guess, I have found, like, my inner circle of people that I do feel like I can trust, even though sometimes it still is hard to really, like, let down all of my walls and actually trust that people genuinely care. But yeah, I think having the right people around have really helped with that. Mm-hmm. So you'd say like friendship like is a really, really like 
important aspect to being single? Oh, yeah. Especially if you're extroverted like me, like, knowing what you need out of the people in your life and just finding the people who will, like, genuinely have your best interests in mind and who people will be there for you because, like, whether you're in a relationship or not, you know, we weren't made to be alone, so... Yeah, I think I think that's that's a really good <laughs> way yeah. to put that, and I think that it's really like brave, I guess, in a way, but also like honest that you you know you mentioned you're still working through that struggle, uh, because sometimes you know I think that we're like in such a hurry to fix issues that we have that we end up like, and I've been there too, where I've like created friendships that probably hurt me longer in the in the long run, <laughs> but like yeah, it's because like you're like I gotta satisfy this need now, and then you end up satisfying it with the wrong thing. And I think that sometimes, like, people can do that with fixing singleness, too, is like, well, I'm going to get in any relationship I can, and then they end up getting in the wrong one. Mm-hmm. So I think Which, it's... if I'm very honest, like, that could have happened to me if, like, the opportunity had presented itself, but I just kind of, that, like, like nobody even really, like, expressed interest in me, like, in that way while I was away. Like, when I didn't live in Nebraska, so, like, I don't know. I'm kind of grateful that that was the case, even though it was, like... A little bit sad to me because mm-hmm. like I, I I was not in a great mental state and so I think had that happened I probably would have made some pretty bad decisions well yeah and I think that's really good for you to know now because I think that's mm-hmm. another thing is sometimes when you're in a situation like it's hard to see that sometimes things are really benefiting you in the long run mm-hmm. um, yeah like I know I've been there where there's times where I'm like I'm so upset but later I'm like that's a good thing things happened that way yep <laughs> yep Bullet dodge. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, like, what are um, some, like, what are some, like, myths or lies that either you've told yourselves or people have told you about being single? Like, what are some things that you want to, like, set the record straight for us fellow humans? Well, I think sometimes some people, as I said earlier, like, if you say you're single, people automatically just assume that, like, you're not okay with it or, like, you don't want to be or, like, it's something that's supposed to be negative. And honestly, like, if you're single and you're happy with it, like, that is that is really good because not all of us can get to that point. Hopefully, everyone does at some point, but, like, it's, it's a really good, healthy place to be is to be content where you're at in the moment. So I think that's one myth is that, like, if you're single, like, you shouldn't be happy with it or you're automatically not. Another one would be that if um, you're, you know, in your early 20s, and you're single that like you need to find somebody now or else you're not going to because like oh, no, I'm married up. in their 30s or heaven forbid their 40s like ew um yeah. and that's bullcrap because like well it's like you're yeah in your 20s and you don't it's not and, a rush like you're not in a place to be in a relationship or don't want to be like that's on that's like up to you to decide and not for anybody else also like when you're in your early 20s like, doesn't your brain not fully develop until you're 25 anyways or something That's crazy? Okay, when you're in your early 20s, I'm sorry, but you're stupid. <laughs> we stupid! Yeah, there you go! <laughs> oh, you're right, though. We're not making fun of you. You're totally right. <laughs> Have you met no, me? No, but, like, like, you don't always make the best decisions, so why would you rush into something because you feel like you have to if you don't? Yeah. You'll most likely end up making some sort of bad decisions, so. And I think that's... Which is a- okay. Like, mistakes are okay. Mistakes are allowed, but, like... Yeah, and I think that's important, too. Like, you know, don't wait for things to be perfect, but also is kind of like a message to fellow humans out there. It's like, stop pressuring single people to get in relationships. Like, 
calm down, son, or, or daughter, you know, it was calm down. <laughs> so our last question for you is, do you have any advice that you'd like to give our listeners? Is there anything that you, a one-liner or something that you've really learned um, in the last couple of months or years of your life that you want to leave people who are maybe struggling with being single um, or finding ways to kind of just be at peace with it? So, this is something that I heard, I think, I think I was in high school, but I may have been, like, early college, but I remember somebody talking about singleness, and they were talking to a group of Christians, so it was in that context, and they said, remember that if you're searching for a better half, you're not going to find it, because when you accepted Christ into your heart, that was when you were made whole. Amen. Um, you're not looking for you're not supposed to be looking for something to complete you or to fill to to like make you complete because you already are because you accepted Christ and you are whole you are like you're whole you're you're good just the way you are you don't need anything to fill you up because Christ already has filled you he's already filled that void that was created when like sin entered the world um, and so. Yeah, just remembering that, remembering that, um, like, if you're single, like, that's okay, that's good, in fact, um, and, like, just don't sweat it, <laughs> it'll come when the time is right, and I don't really have a lot of other experience to, like, prove that it will, because it hasn't for me yet, but that's fine. My gosh, I've got, like, tears in my eyes, that was oh, beautiful. <laughs> That was really good. I think yeah. that that's some great advice out there. Mm-hmm. You know? I like it. I think Emily's, you know, like you're 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 not a, you're not you're not a half person seeking another half. I right. said that really badly. I'm like covering. Yeah, up. I mean, it's kind of like your identity isn't found in someone else, right? It's found in yourself, um, and in found in Christ. And so that's kind of like what you're talking about. Was like you have like one half, and then the other half is kind of like found in Christ. Um, he kind of completes your identity. So, yeah, I like it. That's a good quote. That's awesome. Yeah. So, Mary, thank you so much for being on our Honest Talk, um, our Christian yeah. Salt podcast. No, seriously, like, you give me a lot to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just kind of, we'll, we'll, we'll hold you off for a few other episodes in the future. You might see Mary again. Or right. hear from her again. I guess, yeah. Mary, you can say goodbye. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. All right. So, thanks for listening to our episode. And remember, stay salty. Thank you so much for listening to Christian Salt's podcast on Anchor FM. Stay tuned for our next episode. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Christian Salt's. Follow us!